amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Wednesday, May 15th, 2019, you are listening to the Daily Dose Sports Podcast. And I am your host, Clint Daly, coming to you from the Maha High City here in Denver, Colorado. And we are back for another day of talking sports with a dose of common sense. Happy Wednesday to you. We have now made it halfway through the week. I hope your week is going well. So happy Wednesday to you and happy birthday to former Baltimore Ravens linebacker Ray Lewis, who turns 44 years of age today. Of course, Ray Lewis. I mean, he played for 17 years in the NFL. He was a 13-time Pro Bowler, a 10-time All-Pro, and one of the few players in NFL history to play in a Pro Bowl in three different decades because he did it in the 90s, he did it in the 2000s, and he did do it in the 2010s as well. Hey, Ray Lewis is considered to be the greatest Baltimore Raven of all time and one of the greatest pro football players of all time. And don't forget, he was a two-time Super Bowl champion as the Ravens did win that championship in 2000 and again in 2012. Ray Lewis finished his career with over 2,000 tackles and had more than 40 sacks. Ray Lewis was just a tackling machine all over the field. Happy birthday to Ray Lewis. And I just kind of bet that every year he sort of makes the same wish on his birthday I think we all kind of know what that wish is, don't we? Yeah. Hey, if you'd like to contact the show, maybe tell us your favorite murder witness of all time that got away with everything. We would love to hear from you. Hit us up on email, dailydosports at gmail.com, or you can go find us over on Facebook or Twitter. Both of those handles are at dailydosports. Maybe you have some feedback for the show. Maybe you have a question for the show. We actually did receive an email earlier this week requesting some advice. I'm going to have to get to that a little bit later this week of the show because we had a little bit of a strange email earlier this week that we might have to talk about at some point later this week, but we'll see if we can find time to get to that. But I'll see what we can do later in the week. But feel free to reach out to us. We would love to hear what it is you have to say. Also, you should probably stop by tpublic.com, pick up some of the Daily Dose gear we do have over there. We've got t-shirts, we've got coffee mugs, we've got hoodies, we've got sweatshirts, a number of Daily Dose items over at tpublic.com that you should stop by and check out. Make sure you stop by there. Hey, today on the show, we do have a few sports news stories coming out that we definitely need to cover. But then, since it is Wednesday, we will have our Daily Dose Hump Day Power Rankings today. Hump Day! You never know what we might be ranking this week. But, you know, yesterday we actually did talk a little bit of baseball. Might have to do with baseball a little bit on those Hump Day Power Rankings. And let's start off in the NBA as the NBA lottery took place last night. And you know, 
The NBA is so goofy. They have to use the ping pong balls because their teams intentionally try to lose so that they can get the top pick every year. Now, will this outcome last night change the way teams are tanking? I mean, I doubt it, but I guess we'll see. Coming in at number 14, we had the Boston Celtics. Miami was 13. Charlotte was 12. The number 11 pick went to Minnesota. At 10, you had the Atlanta Hawks. At 9, you had the Washington Wizards. 8 was the Atlanta Hawks again with that second pick. The Chicago Bulls come in at 7, and then things started to get very interesting because the Phoenix Suns come in at number 6. Remember, Phoenix was supposed to be most likely one of the top two picks. Then the Cleveland Cavaliers come in at number five. Again, not exactly what everyone was expecting. The Los Angeles Lakers jump all the way up to number four. Then you have the New York Knicks coming in at three. The Memphis Grizzlies get the number two pick in the draft. And at number one, the New Orleans Pelicans, who had just like a 6% chance to win the top pick they get the top pick in the 2019 NBA draft. So I don't know, let the conspiracy theories begin because you know there is that talk that Anthony Davis is going to be leaving New Orleans and the franchise could maybe be in some trouble and they're not all that stable. No one down in New Orleans really cares that much about NBA basketball to begin with. But now the Pelicans do get the chance to go draft Duke superstar Zion Williamson and turn everything around maybe they could convince ad to stay down in the big easy hey with zion williamson on board that changes a lot of things then again zion may end up being like four and a half spins on the scale after eating cajun food year round so this could be kind of a dangerous situation for zion williamson i'm not sure that is the best place for him kid is big boned what a wild and wacky turn of events of all the scenarios we looked at, everyone was thinking Phoenix, maybe the Knicks, someone like that is going to get Zion Williamson. Nope, it was the New Orleans Pelicans who no one was expecting anything from last night. You know, like I said, I think teams are still going to tank, but at least the NBA draft lottery did give us a little drama last night. And it honestly was the most drama we had. Because in game one of the Western Conference Finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Portland Trailblazers, well, there really wasn't all that much drama. The Warriors roll 116 to 94 and win yet again without Kevin Durant in the lineup. But you know, the Warriors are just so smart defensively. And even without KD, they can still score points in bunches. You kind of forget some of these other guys can step up and knock down some shots. I mean, when Draymond Green is knocking down threes, you're in for a long night. But Steph Curry goes for 36. Klay Thompson adds another 26. But you know, the biggest takeaway I had from game one, Portland, they just looked like they were still on a hangover from their game seven win over Denver on Sunday. I mean, the Blazers turned the ball over 21 times. Yeah, you're never, ever going to beat the Warriors doing that. And Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, they looked really flat. Lillard had 19. McCollum had 17. And Portland shot just 7 of 28 from three-point range. Yeah, that's not going to cut it. Not against Golden State. Maybe you could get away with that against a Denver or against an Oklahoma City. But I'm telling you right now, this series is going to be over fast if that kind of performance continues. I do expect to see a better game from Portland in Game 2 on Thursday night. 
But last night, yeah, there just wasn't a whole lot of drama. Golden State rolls easily. One other story coming out that we probably need to talk about, and it's a little bit of a crazy story. It's kind of odd because a lawsuit has been filed against PGA golfer Tiger Woods and his girlfriend Erica Herman for allegedly over-serving a staffer who later died in a car crash. This is coming from TMZ Sports. The family of Nicholas Immisberger filed the suit in Palm Beach County saying that Tiger Woods and his girlfriend were each responsible for the 24-year-old's death. Now, Immisberger worked at the Woods, Tiger's restaurant down in Jupiter, Florida, where Herman was employed as a general manager. Immisberger's family also said Herman recruited him to work at the restaurant. According to the lawsuit that is coming out, Immisberger was served alcohol after his shift to the point of severe intoxication back on December 10th in 2018, and he had a blood alcohol reading of 0.256. That is more than three times the legal limit in Florida. Subsequently, he lost control of the car he was driving and suffered fatal injuries. Now, both Tiger and his girlfriend, they say, knew the bartender personally, and according to his family, knew that he had a problem with alcohol. Although there doesn't seem to be any direct connection between the couple and the night in question, the suit considers them responsible for allowing their employees to serve someone too much alcohol. Now, I'm not going to go too far down this rabbit hole of this story because honestly, this story is hurting my brain just a little bit. But I just want you to do this. I want you just to imagine for like one second. I want you to just go back in time. Pretend, I don't know, that you are frozen. And we can unthaw you, say back in the 50s, we can unthaw you at pretty much any time, any space, except for right now. Not in the modern day United States of America. Let's just say you've been frozen and we thaw you. And here is the story that we tell you. Like you come back and we declare this story to you. And honestly, this story, we don't even pay attention. Like this isn't even front page news. We're not even really noticing this story for the most part. We're talking about the NBA draft and we're talking about the NBA playoffs. This story is kind of a blip on the radar, but I just want you to think about it a little bit. You wake up from your frozen state and you hear that a person who had a problem with alcohol worked at a job around alcohol all the time and then on the night in question drank far too much alcohol and died in a car crash because they operated a vehicle while under the influence of the alcohol. And I mean, your first reaction would be like, yeah, okay, that's a sad story, but I mean, it does happen. Drank too much, went out and drove on your own accord. I mean, sad story, but it happens. And now you hear the person's family is suing because the deceased person they say was overserved. Um, that sounds insane. So who are they suing? They're suing, what, the bartender that served them? No. See, the bartender doesn't really have any money, so they decided to sue the bar owner because the bar owner is Tiger Woods and he's rich and famous. Are you kidding me? I mean, if you heard that at any other time rather than right now in this era in the United States, you would say, okay, this is insane. This is complete insanity. You were obviously just trying to steal money from these rich people because nothing about this makes sense. You can sit there and say you were overserved. If you had an alcohol problem, probably not the best situation. 
And at the end of the day, you decided to get behind the wheel and you decided to drive. That is probably not on an owner that wasn't even at the restaurant at the time. Nothing about this story even makes sense. And now you're hearing about Tiger getting involved in this and Tiger might be going to court and all this. It is just absolutely brutal to watch some of these stories and hear some of these things. This would never be acceptable in any era in history except for right now. And in fact, I can't talk about it anymore because it's making me physically feel sick. Okay, coming back, we need to get to our Daily Dose Hump Day Power Rankings. Hump Day! And we're going to talk a little more baseball today. And you know that I have a few problems with Major League Baseball. When we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about why I have problems with Major League Baseball. Hey, just a quick reminder that if you have any shopping you need to do, maybe you have a birthday coming in the month of May, and don't forget about Mother's Day in the month of May. Maybe you just want to buy something for yourself. You might as well head over to LootCrate.com forward slash Daily Dose where you can find the latest pop culture collectibles that feature your favorite TV shows, your favorite movies, and your favorite video games. May's Loot Crate theme is now out, and it is called Nemesis. Dark forces are gathering in this month's crate. That's right your nemesis is here. Shake your fist dramatically at a collection of villainous pop culture gear featuring nefarious ne'er-to-do-wells. May's Loot Crate theme features items from Jaws, Ghostbusters, and many other franchises, but if those franchises maybe don't interest you, remember, you can always go over to Loot Crate. You can choose from a number of different crates, and if you have a specific franchise in mind, trust me, they probably have a crate for that franchise. You can also order a monthly subscription of crates that will arrive in your mailbox every single month and you can always skip months if you don't like what's coming. Or you can just order individual items from whatever franchise you want and trust me, they have just about any franchise you can think of. But the best part about ordering from Loot Crate, when you check out, just make sure you type daily dose in the coupon box. We are going to get you 10% off of your order just as a little thank you for tuning in to the Daily Dose. Okay, so on Wednesdays, we like to get some real numbers involved. It's not so much my opinion. Obviously, you get my opinion pretty much every single day of the week. But on Wednesdays, we take a little break from Clint's opinion. And we just get some stats involved. We just get some numbers involved. And we kind of just look at what those numbers tell us. So today on our Daily Dose Hump Day Power Rankings, Hump Day, we are going to test a Daily Dose theory that I have. See, I always contend that the rich just tend to get richer in the world of baseball. Major League Baseball doesn't institute a hard salary cap. They have a competitive balance tax, they say. So every single season, we just see the big money and the large market teams hog up all the good players and hog up all the wins and the small markets just tend to flounder. But is that accurate? Or maybe I'm just saying those things Maybe I'm just a hater, and I hate Major League Baseball. But let's go ahead and see what the numbers tell us today in our Daily Dose Power Rankings as we look at the lowest and then the highest payrolls in all of Major League Baseball. And let's just see if they coincide with actual success. Can you buy happiness in baseball? That is the theory we want to test today. Let's start off with the lowest Major League Baseball payrolls on the books this year. And starting off on the lower side, we're going to start off at number 26 out of 30 teams. We have the Oakland A's who are spending just $92 million on their current roster. Now it's kind of crazy with Oakland because 16.5 million of that 92 million 
is going to designated hitter Chris Davis. But other than that, no one's really getting much money at all. And it kind of shows because the A's, well, they haven't really done much. In fact, they've just made it to a wild card game. That's as far as they've gotten. They haven't been past the wild card game since 2013. I mean, I guess they're competitive, but they're not really spending much. So maybe they could get back to being a contender in a few years. Right now, they're not spending much money at all, and it kind of shows. They're right around a 500 team. They're very, very average. The Oakland A's come in at number 26. Next up at 27 is another team that tends to kind of flex between being pretty bad and just like right around average. But the Pittsburgh Pirates are spending just $77 million this season on player salaries. Now, it's not like the Pirates are truly terrible. It's not like they're one of the worst teams in the league. Not at all. Over the past three seasons, though, the Pittsburgh Pirates are a few games under 500. They don't spend much, and they don't really win much. So far, we're kind of seeing, hey, if you're not willing to spend money, then you're not going to win that many games, right? We are seeing that. We are at 27. Let's move on to 28, because 28 in salary cap spending in Major League Baseball are the Baltimore Orioles who are spending just $73 million. Now, the fact that the Orioles are one of the worst teams in Major League Baseball history over the past few years, tell me that even though they're only spending $73 million, yeah, they might be overspending still. But let's not be petty about those kind of things. But I mean, take a look at last year. The Baltimore Orioles set the record for most losses in a season. They lost 115 games. Now this season, they're actually still on track to lose over 100 games right now. But hey, at least they're not paying anyone. I mean, yes, they're bad, but they're not losing a bunch of money in salary because they don't really pay any money in salary. The highest paid player on Baltimore's roster this year is the other Chris Davis. Remember the guy that at one point was 0 for 54 at the plate? Now he has since broken out of that terrible streak and he's actually getting a little bit better breaking out of that drought, but he's getting $17 million. So, I mean, he probably should be getting better at some point, shouldn't he? The Baltimore Orioles are number 28 out of 30 teams in spending the least amount of money in the majors. Up at 29, we have another low salary number and we have another truly terrible team because the Miami Marlins are the second to lowest payroll in Major League Baseball. They come in at number 29 with just $72 million on the books. Now the Marlins, hey, spin it however you want to. They are truly awful. They're trying to tank. We all know they're trying to tank. They're trying to be bad. They're trying to rebuild their roster and say what you want. This is the modern way to do that. Now, the funny part for me about a team like Miami or a team like Baltimore, we know they're trying to be bad. We know they're trying to be horrible. They're spending the least amount of money that they possibly can. They're hoping to get a few prospects, put a few pieces together, and then eventually save that money and go grab a couple of big fish and make a run. We've seen other teams do it. We saw the Cubs do it. We've even seen a team like Miami do it. So it is possible, but that is what they're trying to do. But the funny part to me is when you hear Chief Executive Officer Derek Jeter say, well, we're not tanking. I mean, we're trying out here. We're not tanking. Well, what would you call it if you're not tanking? You don't pay anyone. You're terrible at literally every position. Miami has given away 
all of their quality players across the board. They are widely considered to be the worst team in all of baseball. So, I mean, it makes sense. They're not paying any money. They're trying to be bad. Miami comes in at number 29. So which Major League Baseball team is spending the least amount of money on player salaries in 2019? It's got to be someone bad, right? It's got to be the Kansas City Royals or maybe the Chicago White Sox. Someone truly awful. Or is it the team that is somehow leading probably the toughest division in the majors? Because right now, the Tampa Bay Rays are spending just $62 million. But please tell me how they are spending $163 million less dollars than the top team, which we'll get to here in a few minutes. Yet they are winning more ball games. But you know, they're doing it with homegrown talent. They're doing it with a couple of smart trades. And the Tampa Bay Rays are proving to be an exception to the rule. They're not spending anything. Oh, but they're still winning. They are without a doubt getting the most bang for their buck. And honestly, it's really not that close. $62 million? How in the world are they winning games? Now, some of it is a little bit of luck. But Tampa is projecting to be a playoff team at least right now. And they're not paying anything for that. The Tampa Bay Rays come in at number 30. They have the lowest payroll in all of Major League Baseball. So let's switch over and let's now take a look at who is spending the most in Major League Baseball. Let's see if money can truly buy happiness. Starting off with the number five team in the league in spending, well, we've got a team that maybe is proving to be another exception because the San Francisco Giants, yeah, they don't really have much to show for their $178 million that they're spending. They are currently dead last in the NL West. And you know, they will most likely be a team to watch as a seller as we get closer to the trade deadline because they've got to start off loading some of these huge money-eating deals they have on their books. You know, for the longest time, we all looked at the San Francisco Giants and we thought they were one of the smartest teams salary-wise year in and year out in baseball. They found bargains. They built up their hometown prospects. They were getting a lot of bang for their buck. Yes, they were spending money, but it was well spent because every few years we were seeing the Giants contend for a title. Yet those days are officially over. The Giants are on the books for nearly $180 million and they are horrible. They need to start offloading some of those monster contracts. Okay, so we had the exception to the rule. Now let's see. Can money truly buy happiness? Next up at number four are the Los Angeles Dodgers who are spending $196 million. But hey, at least they're getting their money's worth. The Dodgers are among the top teams in the league every single year. So yeah, they're spending nearly $200 million. But you know what? They're good every single year. They compete every single year. They are constantly a contender. For the last two seasons, they have gone to the World Series. And yes, they've lost, but at least on the conversation for a title, the Dodgers have high expectations. They have a huge salary, but they do also win a lot of games. Over the past five seasons, the Los Angeles Dodgers have averaged 95 wins per season. Yes, they spend a lot, but you can see they do get a return on their investment. So yes, the Dodgers spend a lot, and yes, the Dodgers are buying a little bit of happiness, aren't they? Moving up to number three, 
we have the team that when we announced what we're going to be talking about today, they may have been the first team that came to your mind. And you might have thought they would come in at number one, but the New York Yankees do have a few younger players, which might be making their number a little bit lower than it could be. But still, the New York Yankees are spending $208 million on player salaries. The Yankees have five players getting eight-figure deals. Folks, that is some huge money. But again, at least the Yankees win. No, the last couple of seasons, they probably haven't won as much as they want to. And in fact, the Yankees haven't been to the World Series since they won it back in 2009. Can you believe? It's been 10 years since the Yankees were in the World Series, but they are in the hunt every single year. And it's no wonder. They spend huge money every single year. The Yankees come in at number three with $208 million paid in salaries this year. The second highest payroll in baseball belongs to the Chicago Cubs, who are spending $210 million this year. Remember, after winning the series back in 2016 for the first time since, I don't know, like the Civil War, the Cubs are still being very aggressive and they are spending big money because they desperately want one more title. You don't want that window to close on a lot of these players who are still in their primes and say, yeah, we had a really talented roster, but we only got one title out of it. You know the Cubs want another one. Now, don't forget that the Cubs are paying pitcher John Lester nearly $23 million this year alone, and he hasn't even been great, but you know he'll probably get better, and the Cubs should be in contention for another title, but I mean, again, they should be in contention for a title. They are spending a ton of money. The Chicago Cubs come in at number two. So again, here is the question we posed at the beginning of our Daily Dose Hump Day Power Rankings. Hump Day! Can money buy happiness in Major League Baseball? Now, like I said, I struggle with Major League Baseball's competitive balance tax, they call it, which doesn't create any competitive balance whatsoever. The teams with money win more games. The teams that spend money win more games. Want proof? Let's take a look at who comes in at number one with the highest salary in Major League Baseball for 2019. Yeah, who else could it be? The defending World Series champions, the Boston Red Sox, are at the top of the list. They are spending $225 million this year alone. J.D. Martinez, Rick Porcello, Mookie Betts, they're all getting more than $20 million each just this year. And while the Red Sox have started a little bit slow, we talked about it yesterday, you just know they're going to make a run. They're already starting to make a run. And they're going to be a threat to win it all again this year. They just have too much talent in that lineup. Does money buy happiness in Major League Baseball? Yeah. I mean, there are a few exceptions. We talked about those, but... I think you can see the big spenders in baseball get the big results. If you can't beat them, buy them. And people wonder why I'm not a huge baseball guy. I mean, aside from the fact that the game moves at the same rate that my grass grows, it is also the fact that the small market teams struggle because they don't have the money to spend. And they're scared to spend the money. They don't want to put their necks out that far. Whereas we see the big market teams, we see the big money teams, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Dodgers, they just throw out their money and say, hey, let's go win some more. The small market teams don't have that. You compare that to the NFL where, honestly, we don't even know who the small market teams are. I mean, who would we consider the small market teams? Kansas City? 
Green Bay? I guess maybe a Denver? What about a New Orleans? Are they a small market team? We have no idea because there is actual competitive balance in the NFL because there is an actual salary cap. Hey, you can spend this much and then that's all. I still think that is a huge problem in baseball that they say, well, you can spend this much. Well, and then we're just going to tax you a little bit on it. It's not that big of a deal. We're just going to put a tax on it. I think it is hurting the game. It's not just baseball. It happens in the NBA too. They pay that luxury tax. And again, the bigger markets always seem to do better than the smaller markets. You can act like it's not a huge thing, but the fact is this, it's not equal for all teams and it probably needs to be changed. Hey, tomorrow on the show, we will of course be looking at the biggest stories in the world of sports. And you know, we just might have a few sports media overreactions to get to this week as well. Hey, I have to say thank you all so much for listening to and for sharing the show. Thank you so much for the emails, the texts, and the tweets. Don't forget to stop by Public and get some of that Daily Dose gear you know you need in your life. I have to say thank you to JSP. Could not do any of this without you. I will see you all tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.